The following program is being brought to you on the Voice America Sports Channel. For more information about our network and to check our additional show hosts and topics of interest, please visit voiceamericasports.com. The Voice America Talk Radio Network is the worldwide leader in live Internet talk radio. Visit voiceamerica.com. The views and ideas expressed on the following program are strictly those of the host or guests and do not necessarily reflect the views and ideas held by the Voice America Talk Radio Network, its staff, and management. Good afternoon, everybody. That time of the day, you hear that music, you know that show. You listen to Rayless Sports on the Voice America Network. I'm in Phoenix. I'm living like it matters, and I'm gonna take my time today. I've I had a few cups of coffee, but you know, I don't I don't think I'm gonna be going like way off. I might be going off a little bit. I don't think I don't think I'm gonna be going way off today. I just I want to relax a little bit. You know, it's it's the kind of day where, you know, the weather's nice out here. It's, it's about 60, maybe 65. I don't think it's 65, but it's a nice, beautiful day. Things are calm. A little bit. But I got some things I got to talk about. And there's, there's a lot going on in, in the NFL. And there's a lot going on in the NBA. Um, there's just a lot going on in the world today, and I'm, you know, I'm happy to be alive. Thank God I'm alive, and you know, it's one of those things. I'm one of those kind of cats. I, I'm sorry, man. I thank God for my blessings every day. So uh, I believe it's His choice. He decides when I come and when I go. So thank you for letting me stay another day. Uh, <laughs> there's some guys here, you know, in 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 life. Sometimes you get thrown a curveball, and. Uh, some days you just want to crawl up under the bus. You don't have to get thrown under the bus. You, you just want to crawl under the bus. You have a bad game. You have a bad day at the office. It's just a bad day. But but every day is a good day. You got to try to find a way to take lemons and, as I say, turn it into lemonade. And I, I know a couple guys this week have, have struggled with some things as it relates to their job, their profession, and playing ball. And, and the media... You know, the media, what what you get a microphone or you get a camera or you get a pen and a piece of paper or you get an iPad or a laptop or a netbook. And you just lose your damn mind. You you just think you and you in charge of the world. And and I think those of us that are part of this media thing, we do have a job and a responsibility. But I also think there is something called, you know, common courtesy. And and you, you don't have to always, just because you're a part of the media, there are buttons that can be pushed where you know perhaps maybe I'm pushing a little bit just too much. And I believe that based upon the fact because I'm an employee of a company that I have a job to do and I'm to do the best of my ability. But there's something called discretion that you should use in certain circumstances. Now, where am I going with this? What am I talking about? There was a football game on last night. And some of us, I believe it was a football game. 
Homeboy's getting off out there. Troy, keep doing your thing, man. Now, the Ohio State University, we, we represent, okay? Troy Smith, great job. I think you guys have won like three games since you've been there. Good job. But on the other hand, you got the, you know, you got the Cleveland Browns who got rid of you know, Derek Anderson, and, and maybe they knew what they were doing. We, he ended up here in Arizona, and, and Derek did make a Pro Bowl. I'm not ready to say he's not an NFL-caliber quarterback. You know, I'm not necessarily ready to say that he is, you know, a, a backup quarterback because he has potential. Now, if he was a first, first pick of the draft, I, you know, as a quarterback, I don't believe in potential. At that, at that particular spot, you come in ready to contribute, and you, you should be – you've got to be balling at that, at that spot in the draft. But anything beyond that, let's say the top five, maybe top ten, okay. First round, okay, I'm not going any further than that. No potential first rounders. You ballers, you know, everything else might be a crapshoot after the first round. But if you're a first-round pick, you're getting paid. You know, the scouts out there should do their job well enough to know, no, this, this, when I bring this young man in, he's going to contribute right away, immediately. So Derek Anderson finds his way here via the draft, via the Cleveland Browns, comes into Arizona. You know, whenever you follow the footsteps or you try to replace a Hall of Famer, it's going to be difficult. Sometimes, you know, it's almost like a, a kid who has a dad, regardless if your dad's a Hall of Famer or not, you got a dad that played pro ball. You got a dad who was an actor. You got a dad who was in the entertainment world, period. You know, cameras, lights, action, always on spotlight on them. Spotlight, you know, that light kind of, you know, picks you up in the shadows. And the expectations are that, okay, you, you know, fruit don't fall far from the tree. So maybe you should be somewhat a fraction of what your dad is. That's a lot of pressure. Okay, so the same thing happens when somebody has had the, um, how should I say this, that they, they've had the chance to enjoy the success of a Hall of Fame quarterback. And, and sometimes we don't realize what we have until it's gone. You know that old cliche? And you don't appreciate what you have until it's gone. Now, Kurt Warner, I, you know, I'm not sure if, if, if I, you know, were the GM, if I were Rod Grave, that I might not have done a little bit more. I probably could have twisted, you know, Kurt's arm just a little bit more to the left, a little bit more by putting a little bit more money in that pocket that might have made him consider coming back. Now, in a, in a, with a person like Kurt, who is the type of quarterback he is, see, Kurt doesn't, he's not going to extend the play with his legs. He, he can't, he don't, that Michael Vick and, you know, a couple other guys that can extend that play, you know, he can't do that. He can shuffle, he can step up in the pocket. So what you got to do is you got to get an offensive line around him that can protect him. You got to put some running backs around him that can pick up the block, the blitz. And so that's what you do. But, you know, Kurt Warner's arm was still, and Kurt Warner's, you know, passion for the game and his ability. See, Kurt didn't leave the game, and okay, Brett won the other day, but but Kurt didn't leave the game to the point where we were ready to push him out where he was done and over with. 
you know, there were still some glimpses there that, you know, perhaps maybe if Kurt Warner get a little help here or there or whatever, you know, Benny Wells, you know, was just in his rookie year. You know, perhaps maybe if we, you know, add a little bit more to the running game, if we would have kept some of the defensive players that we had and not let them go on to other teams, the nucleus of the team was there. Perhaps maybe this Arizona Cardinal team would not be dealing with the kind of things they got to deal with now. And that is the pressure of trying to put somebody in, because you got to put a quarterback in there. Somebody's got to replace this Hall of Famer. So all we can think about is this Hall of Famer. And, uh, you know, when Wiz showed up, I don't think Wiz, from the day he showed up, had any, maybe an inkling of thought that perhaps maybe Matt might be the answer to Kurt. Because when he showed up, it was still kind of a competition there. So he, he let them engage in this competition. He knew his quarterback was Kurt Warner. Kurt Warner, you know, proved him right. They went to a Super Bowl, and that was a damn good game against the Steelers. Sure, the Steelers could have, you know, perhaps maybe won by a larger margin. But then again, perhaps maybe the Arizona Cardinals might have won the game. But we don't throw it. I'm saying we because I'm here living in Arizona now, you know. Don't throw the interception just before halftime. You know, interception will go down in history as one of the greatest plays in the Super Bowl ever. Might be a different ball game. But as a result of Kurt Warner leaving, you know, the people here in Arizona are now starting to get glimpses of the Arizona Cardinals that came here from St. Louis. And the St. Louis Cardinals that were in St. Louis weren't that good in St. Louis. And then when they came here to Arizona, they were worse than they were when they were in St. Louis. And then, you know, a miracle happened, and Kurt Warner landed here, and then they went to the Super Bowl. So they, they, they went to the playoffs for about two, two years, three years, two years, I believe. I've been hitting my head a few times. But in a very short period of time, you know how technology is. Everything, you know, speeds up a little faster now. All of a sudden, this team became, it's, it's almost like they're accustomed to winning. Two years of winning, hey. One of those years you go to the Super Bowl, hey. It, hey. What? what and then this happens. And when Derek steps in and he's feeling the pressure of those people who have become accustomed to winning now, because two years, in, in modern day, two years is a long time. Two years like, you know, football season, you know, like a football game. One game in football, that's a long, that's a real long time. One year in football, that, that's a real long, you won two years in a row, man, you go to the Super Bowl, hey, all of a sudden we're winners now. We're accustomed to winning. And this quarterback comes in and just is he, he's thinking to join up. But, you know, different people handle adversity differently. Now, now he's on the sidelines and he's laughing and the camera happens to catch him. Now, you know, I'm, you know, in Philadelphia, spent 20 some odd years in Philadelphia. I remember when there were people that did not like when Donovan McNabb would come off the field with a smile on his face after he had thrown an interception or after they didn't make the third down. Or, or after he got sacked, it was kind of a smirk, kind of a smile. And people were like, you know, how dare you smile? How dare you laugh? You, you, we want you to be out there. We want you to be mad about it. We're mad about it. We're pissed off about it. But one thing that I, I want everybody to understand about those people who have played the game of football, you know that, listen, that play was like last year in your mind. That's how it is. That's how far removed from your mind the last play needs to be in your head. It was like that happened last year. What? Uh, 
I just threw an interception. I, I did? When? How long ago? Yesterday? Two days? Th- last week? Five weeks ago? Last year when we played them? I'm just telling you what if you want to be a ball you want to be a ball player, you want to be a baller? That's how you that's how you have to approach the game. If you just beat somebody and you defense goes out, you're on offense, you line up again against him, hey, you beat him, he, he don't even that guy in front of you, he don't remember that. That was like last year. Well, I'm gonna I'm gonna talk about, you know, how you deal with adversity on the professional football field. It's okay to laugh. Hell, I remember Tommy Hearns got hit by Sugar Ray. He started laughing. Sugar said, oh, you going to laugh again? Okay, I got some more for you. So, sometimes you just got you to gotta laugh at yourself. You know, those who can laugh at themselves, they live longer. It, it's okay. It's universal. It, sometimes a laugh means something. Ask the joker. Come on. <laughs> it's, just, it's just football. It's just don't crucify the man because it's just football. We're going to come back. You listen to Rail of Sports on the Voice America Network. I'm in Phoenix living like it matters. <laughs> and I'm just laughing. I'm, I'm just saying. Derek, you all right, man. You're going to be all right. We'll be back. So Andy Serling packed his bags, left the city, and is enjoying his temporary digs in Saratoga. But that won't stop us from bringing you Playing to Win, the best online handicapping show for serious horse players. Catch Andy and his great lineup of guests every week throughout the month of August on location from the beautiful Saratoga Racecourse. He and his guests are some of the best in the biz. They bring you new insights to making money, and they tell it like it is. I'm 3-5-1 in this race, but the 3 is very much the one to be. We're going to completely disagree on this race. I absolutely disagree. Spicer, especially at one to two. And it's anything but the same old horse racing show. This is a nine horse field, but really there are seven donkeys and two zebras. Playing to win with Andy Serling, a show seriously committed to making more money at the game, but with a personality. This is a dunce cap horse for me. If this horse wins next week, I got the dunce cap on. YouBet.com's Playing to Win, presented by the Daily Racing Forum. Look for it the day before big race days, mostly Fridays. Find a complete schedule in the Daily Racing Forum or click on Playing to Win at YouBet.com. You already get the general sports headlines and discussion on TV and radio. Tune in to The Blueprint with Randall Gatewood. Yeah, we'll cover all the general big-name stuff, too, but we go beyond the typical sports radio show to bring you the details you don't get anywhere else. We'll talk about the inspirational stories and the little-known successes. If you want creativity, The Blueprint is the place to be. Tune in every Thursday at 11 a.m. Pacific Time, 2 p.m. Eastern Time on the Voice America Sports Channel. Do you love sports talk? Can't get enough sports talk? Have we got a show for you. It's about the NFL training camps, Super Bowl previews, a look at the new starting quarterbacks, and weekly key injuries. We'll take your calls and emails right on the air. Former Philadelphia Eagle James Loving is your host, and you never know who'll drop by for a co-host spot or an interview on the spot. Tune in to Loving That Sports Talk with James Loving every Wednesday at noon Pacific time 3 p.m eastern time on the voice america sports channel your internet flagship station for sports voice america sports yeah it's been a long time coming all right we're back in the real sports on the voice america network i'm in phoenix living like it matters Okay, listen, let, let me kind of, you know, summarize where I was going with that little rant, 
you know, in the first segment of the show. And that is this. After the game, I guess, uh, you know, in the locker room, Derek Anderson was approached by somebody in the media. And you get these guys all the time that, again, there was more than one person that saw that. But there was, and I don't know if, he's, if he was the first question or not. But he obviously decided he wanted to ask Derek, you know, hey, what was it about whatever you and, you know, Deuce were talking about, one of his offensive linemen were talking about that was so funny. It appears that at the time of the game, and where your team was, you know, in this match against the 49ers, that you would be a little bit more serious. And, and, and listen, the fact of the matter is, you know, sometimes there, there could be something going on in the game that happened, even if you're losing. I remember one time we were losing. We played the Buffalo Bills. And, you know, somebody took a, a cheap shot at me. So on the extra point, when they lined up, I, I took a couple, you know, underhand blows, you know, to his, you know, section. And it, it was kind of funny to me. So I could have been on the sideline of somebody, asked, you know, I did tell somebody on the sideline, man, I was trying to, you know, wear him out. I was trying to make him a girl, you know, knock it off, you know. So that, that somebody could have caught my teammate responding to what I said to him, and he could have been laughing. Listen, it's, don't don't take it that serious that because of, you know, what people are going through. And football is different. Football is a very aggressive sport. It's very physical. And a lot of times, you know, when people, you see a look of disgust on them, is because sometimes they're being manhandled. I mean, it's like somebody picking you up and body slamming you several different times. You know, that's what happens on the offensive line. In the trenches, you get put on your back a lot of times. When you're a linebacker and you fill in the hole, you get put on your back a lot of times. When you're safety and you and you force him to run, that fullback or that guard or that tackle puts you on your back a lot of times. So, you know, sometimes there are people that, you know, just the result of them, you know, you know, mano on mano and losing, you know, it's frustrating. And so some people, you know, have a sense of anger inside of them and, and they're not real happy and they're not pleased. And then, you know, other people might approach, you know, defeat a different way, you know. And so they might, you know, OK, with a sense of humor, you know, damn, man, I don't care what we do, man. We try this. We try that. Damn, nothing's working tonight. You know, or man, I, you know, I took the snap and I turned around and, and, and before, you know, it's like, shit, you know, what'd you guys do? Y'all just open the gates on them and let them come through? Because <laughs> I turned around, man, and, you know, it was a linebacker and, and, and two defensive linemen in my face. You know, I was like, whoa, you know, what's going on here? You know, it could have been that kind of thing. Whatever it was, you know, it's not, it's not that important. It's not going to, again, make the enjoyment of the fans or make the, the, the people who are viewing the game, it's, going, it's not going to enhance their enjoyment of the game by knowing what's that conversation going on between, you know, between Deuce and Derek that they're laughing, you know? Come on, the man is giving his best out there. He's doing his best. Maybe that night at the office for him, he wasn't at his best, but he was doing his best. It just wasn't his best day at the office. We've had those days. We all have those days. So let's ease up on him just, just 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 a little bit. Like he said, the conversation between him and his teammate was between him and his teammate. Now, I do understand that, you know, that Wiz had a little problem. Wiz said he probably wouldn't be too happy with that if there was some laughter during, you know, that type of crushing defeat. 
But then again, he's got to take that with a grain of salt, too. He's, he's got to know the personality of his team, and he's got to know his men. And he's got to know, okay, maybe there was a smile or something like that, but, but that's okay because I know Derek is doing his best. Hell, he's getting beat up. He's getting sacked. You know, he's, he's doing his best. He's, he's putting in time. He's putting in work. He's prepared. He was prepared. I know he was prepared for this game. You know, but Derek can't block him. Derek, you know, he can throw the ball, but he can't catch the ball. You know, he's got to be accurate with his passing, too. So, you know, there's enough blame to go around. But come on, football is supposed to be fun. Sometimes we take a little bit too much fun out of the game. Same thing, I'm going to switch a little bit. You know, it was, it was pregame. And I understand that, again, taking too much fun out of the game and pregame, I know some, you know, cats got, you know, they got their iPhones on, they got whatever they, you know, listening to their music, they into their hip-hop, they're getting relaxed. Man, they got to enjoy the game. You got to get, listen, football is a game that you cannot be too uptight when you go out to play this game. You, you have to be relaxed. You know, if, if you're too uptight and you too, you know, you, you can be focused, but, but if, you, if you're not relaxed to the point where you're comfortable because you know you've done all the mental preparation that needs to be done. You've done all the physical preparation that needs to be done. Man, it's time to go out now and just have fun and relax and enjoy the game. Now, you know, the stories are out that Andy Reid, you know, went off on Deshaun Jackson. Now, is there some truth to this? I got to dig a little bit. I'm sure you listen to G Cobb in the house on Friday. G Cobb will be able to bring it to you, you know, because he got it. He was, he was in the house. She got that information. He, he, was, he was in the house. He is in the house right here every Friday. Now, I believe it's. Four o'clock Pacific, five o'clock Pacific, but but check it out. I think it's I think it's four o'clock Pacific. But but G Cobb can give you that information. But but certainly, Andy Deshaun of all people, the young man loves the game. This man, he gave you a chest bump. You gave him a chest bump. You know this young man is prepared. You know he wants to play. You know he wants to do nothing but win. And it's my understanding that Andy Andy doesn't even go off on people, not his players. That's that's very, man. That's just uncharacteristic of Andy. I, I I just I couldn't believe that when I heard those reports that Andy Reid actually had to chastise Deshaun Jackson for being, you know, a little bit, let's say, unfocused, perhaps maybe, you know, you know, pregame, not serious enough pregame. It, it, it's it's pregame, and sometimes the, the, the young cats just get their hot, they get their bounce on. You know, you know, get they bounce on, they get they hop on. You know, they they ready to go. They got to get loose. You 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 finna go into dangerous, you know, areas, down on the goal line. You know that man. You know you got two safeties coming at you and Mike trying to thread a ball in there. You got to make a decision. I'm gonna do my best to catch this ball, but yeah, I just you know I got a different helmet on right now because I had a concussion. Now to those people out there watching that game, that was a fraction of a second. He had to make that decision in a fraction of a second. And perhaps maybe he wasn't that focused on that ball, but it wasn't because he wasn't focused pregame. It was because the man's been knocked out and had a concussion. So, you know, wow, do, do I, what kind of relationship now? And, and, and getting to know a young player, Deshaun Jackson is still a young player. Andy Reid trying to get and develop a relationship with a young player. You know, going off on him at this time, in the season, you know, would Deshaun take it, you know, too far? 
Could it derail his enthusiasm for the game and he become unproductive as opposed to, you know, you picking his production up because you, you know, I understand he was at his locker and he was, you know, feeling kind of somber for a period of time. You know, that's what great managers do. They know their personnel and they know how far they can push them. They know who to push and who not to push. I, I don't know. I know when I had Deshaun on the show here, you know, uh, just a great young man, you know, just full of life, enjoys life. And, you know, I'm not so sure that's the way to motivate him. You know, it might have been to pull him aside and have a conversation with him. You know, he is your superstar. You know, he and, and Michael Vick, those, those are the faces of your franchise. You go throughout the league, who, you know, Philadelphia Eagles, Andy Reid, Michael Vick. Deshaun Jackson. Uh, after that, you know, you probably can give away $100 to each person on the street that you meet to know some other players on your team. You know, you, you, you know that's it. And, uh, and so, because, but you got good players. Don't get me wrong. You got good players. And I know some other names, obviously, but I don't want to be a homer here. But I want to say this. I think you deal with Deshaun kind of in a delicate way. Only because his production and him having fun is 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 more important than you know you bearing down on him and but Andy you've been you've won as many games that you know over the past decade as mm, than maybe about three other coaches got more victories than you if that many so obviously you know what you're doing uh, you know what what you're doing with the personnel you drafted the young man but I'm I'm just curious to see this Wednesday I mean this Thursday you know what kind of game he has. Um, it's going to be important to him. You know, obviously one of the best wide receivers in the game is going to be the other side of the field. And I'm leading into, you know, something else that's, wow, that, that was, that was something interesting. And I'll talk about that a little bit later, but, uh, I think the Philadelphia Eagles, you know, you went to Chicago, you, you could have won that game. No doubt about it. You could have won that game. I think we got more production out of, out of Deshaun, you know, Perhaps maybe we could have won that game. I, I'm going to say that I think the Philadelphia Eagles were outcoached. I've never seen secondary people line up. I've never seen safeties line up as, line, as far as they did, the Chicago safeties did. I never, I never saw that in my life. I mean, it was, it, they were playing like, you know, not, not half the field deep. They were playing like half the field deep. <laughs> not the width, but the length. They were just like, okay, you'll catch the ball in front of us, but you're not going to catch the ball behind us. We're, we're just not going to give that up. And then what it did is it, 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 it put a little extra on the linebacker. See, when you, when you play that deep, one thing about a safety, if he's under control, he can break up on the ball. If he's, and and they, were, they were accustomed to that field. So their footing was such that they could play and drive very easy. They come back in a very slow back. There's no reason to backpedal. First of all, you're probably squatting back there. And it's going to be, you know, Deshaun's got to run like 40 yards before he gets to you, let alone before he gets past you. And so chances are Mike ain't going to try to, you know, I'll throw the coverage. So now you got to wait till he gets past those guys. And, and I, think we were, I think we were truly outcoached on that one. And I haven't heard that said much. But I want some people to look and see what happens and, and tell me what you think as it, as, as in terms of the game plan. You know, something else that, uh, that the Bears didn't do when they played the Eagles – is that the Bears didn't go for that? Okay, we gonna you know we gonna rush Mike from his left, you know, and and force him to his right. That's not the way they play, you know. And so, the, you know, people who felt as if oh, 
Okay, now there's a blueprint for how to stop Michael Vick. Michael got a lot of weapons. <laughs> you better watch trying to stop Michael Vick. But you have to do it. But don't just think you're going to come up with one thing that's going to work. And Mike will not be able to conquer this. You know, we got it now. This is our kryptonite. Rush him from his left side. Mike got some spin in him, boy. You better watch it. Mike spin on you and be gone down his left side. <laughs> okay, I'm going to come back and I'm going to talk a little bit about the fight. You saw it. What do you think? Tell me what you think. For real, the fight. Did you see it? Oh, man. Rail of Sports on the Voice America Network. I'll be right back. The opening kickoff is a beauty. It's a fly ball deep right field. That goes O'Neal. He's at the shot. Got it. With 2.8 seconds left to left. I don't care where they put him. This one is out of here. From high school to the pros, we we cover everything. Let your voice be heard. Voice America Sports. So Andy Serling packed his bags, left the city, and is enjoying his temporary digs in Saratoga. But that won't stop us from bringing you Playing to Win, the best online handicapping show for serious horse players. Catch Andy and his great lineup of guests every week throughout the month of August on location from the beautiful Saratoga Racecourse. He and his guests are some of the best in the biz. They bring you new insights to making money, and they tell it like it is. I'm 3-5-1 in this race, but the three is very much the one to be. We're going to completely disagree on this race. I absolutely disagree. Spicer, especially at one to two. And it's anything but the same old horse racing show. This is a nine horse field, but really there are seven donkeys and two zebras. Playing to win with Andy Serling, a show seriously committed to making more money at the game, but with a personality. This is a dunce cap horse for me. If this horse wins, next week I got the dunce cap on. YouBet.com's Playing to Win, presented by the Daily Racing Forum. Look for it the day before big race days, mostly Fridays. Find a complete schedule in the Daily Racing Forum or click on Playing to Win at YouBet.com. Get ready to go inside the minds and behind the scenes with the top professional athletes, celebrities, and music entertainers. It's a sports show like no other. Keeping it real. Keeping it real with former NFL wide receiver Jarris McIntyre is real talk with in-depth interviews, topical discussions, and a whole lot of comedy. You'll hear from the entertainers, the athletes, and the fans. Keeping it real. Keeping it real with Jarris McIntyre is broadcast live every Tuesday at 1 p.m. Eastern Time, 10 a.m. Pacific Time on the Voice America Sports Channel. Do you love sports talk? Can't get enough sports talk? Have we got a show for you. It's about the NFL training camps, Super Bowl previews, a look at the new starting quarterbacks, and weekly key injuries. We'll take your calls and emails right on the air. Former Philadelphia Eagle James Loving is your host, and you never know who'll drop by for a co-host spot or an interview on the spot. Tune in to Loving That Sports Talk with James Loving every Wednesday at noon Pacific Time, 3 p.m. Eastern Time on the Voice America Sports Channel. The IS Outdoors Talk Radio Show brings two well-known outdoorsmen to the Voice America Network. We talk about everything from new sporting gear, places to hunt and fish, and how to get more from your recreation time. Join hosts Brock Ray and Don Kirk with their combined experience of 60 years in the woods. Brock and Don have traveled widely, creating TV shows and writing articles on hunting and fishing. Blessed with down-home humor, they're also well-versed in environmental concerns, firearms ownership, and animal rights issues. Tune in every Thursday morning at 6 a.m. Pacific Time to IS Outdoors with Brock Ray and Don Kirk, right here on the Voice America Sports Channel. Your internet flagship station for sports, Voice America Sports. 
Okay, we're back. You're listening to Rail of Sports on the Voice America Network. I'm going to finish living like it matters. And I'm about to go into calling. No, I can't call. It's already over with. It's done. Uh, I can rebroadcast. No, I can't rebroadcast because it's done and I don't have the rights to it. But what I can do is I can talk about the fight. Of course, you saw the fight. You Maybe you didn't see it live, but but you saw the fight. And, of course, the fight was Andre Johnson wide receiver for the Houston Texans and of course uh, Tennessee cornerback Cortland Finnegan now I'm gonna take a different approach to this than a whole lot of people and um, a whole lot of people might take offense to Ray what 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 crack out there is that what you No, but I'm gonna take this approach to the whole thing I applaud Cortland Finnegan I, I do I applaud him you know, you've heard me say many times that they have gone to the defensive side of the ball. The offense has has gone to the defensive side of the ball and taken some outside linebackers and made them wide receivers. That's what they've done. I mean, you look at Andre Johnson. Come on, this is a man child, huge man child. And he's playing wide receiver. Now, now this is what I'm saying about why I applaud Finnegan. See, I, you know, back in the day when I played, every now and then I might ask the coach, Coach, you know, I, I, can, I, can I talk to you on the side a little bit? I need to talk to you. Coach Adolph, can, can, can I have one? What do you mean, Ray? What do you, can you have one? What? Coach, come on, man. Can I, I just, I need one. Can you give me one? One? Coach, can I, come on, Coach, don't play with me. I need, I need one. Can, you, can I get one? Okay, you can have one. I wanted one personal file. Because as somebody, I just got to do something to just, you know, just to, just just let them know, hey, I'm I'm here. And, and it may not, it may not, well, it's a personal file, so I know it ain't legal. But I need to put some fear in somebody's heart, you know, just out of nowhere, just do something crazy. You know, probably upside their head, you know, forearm across the back of the neck or across the front of the head, something. But I just got to do something. You got to see, we had to, dis- first of all, defensive backs backpedal. They backpedal while some of the fastest men in the world are running straight at them. You got running backs that's making moves on you. You backpedaling or you coming up, you know, full speed. You coming up and you come on. We had a dis- defensive guys at a disadvantage. So we got to find something, you know, that gives us an advantage. Then many times that's got to be you got to play head games. And there's different ways in which you get into a player's head. Cortland got into Andre's head. Ain't no doubt in my mind. He, got, he, he now is in Andre's head. Period. I know they had some issues the last time they played, but he is in this young man's head. No doubt about it. Andre, you know, you can be a great player. You can go down as one of the best ever. You stay healthy and you continue to play the game like you're playing, but you can't let a person get inside your head. I'd be interesting, and I don't want to change the subject, but I'm just going to throw this out at you. I, I wonder how many of you watched the Auburn game. I'm just wondering how many of you guys watched the Auburn game. You see the quarterback keep laying down on the ground like he was hurt every all the time, getting up real slow. And, you know, Jim Brown used to do it all the time, get up like, you know, because you never knew when he was hurting when he wasn't. Andre, you now let them know they can get into your head. And the fact of the matter is, if a DB can ever get into a wide receiver's head, it's over with. Because ultimately, listen, what Finnegan did, what, what he did, had he not, if there wasn't a fight, 
And I really, I, I kind of want to side with him. He was dead wrong. He knew what he was doing, but all he was doing was asking a coach for one. Can I get one? Can I get a person? It's just 15 yards. It's not a fine. I'm not going to get thrown out the game. It, they have they have a consequence for what happens when you do what he wanted to do and did. You strike somebody in the face, in the face mask. It's unsportsmanlike conduct. It's 15 yards. It's a penalty. He took a penalty. He just decided in his mind, okay, it's time for me to take a penalty, but I need to get in this man's head. What happened is when Johnson retaliated, that's when the fight broke out. See, it's okay. It's unsportsmanlike conduct is a part of the game of which they've got, you know, look, here's, here's, here's a consequence. In case somebody does this, throw the flag, it's a 15-yard penalty. Not necessarily they get kicked out of a game. Not necessarily they get suspended. The fight is what brought the fine on. Unsportsmanlike penalties, they don't necessarily always, they can, I believe, and that's at the discretion. That's what they're trying to get control of. You know, that, you know, that, you know, the, the man, the man, the man, the man, Roger Goodell, that, that he doesn't just decide, OK, instead of unsportsmanlike conduct, I'm going to make it worse than that. And I'm going to fine you twenty five thousand dollars. It's a 15 yard penalty. But the fighting and what happened is if you look at it, Andre said himself, you know, he he really, you know, why would he try to appeal this? He, if he looked at it and saw what we saw on film, it's like, OK, you this man was really on his knees. You at this time, at this time, this man, you know, if it's a position where you could give up and, you know, he wasn't throwing any punches at you. He, at this time, he was on his hands and his, and his knees. His head was down and you were punching him. You, 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 I mean, you, you got a quick jab. Boom, boom. You got it. Boom, boom. You know, boom, boom. You got him. But at that time, that man was defenseless. And you were punching him. And so really, if I look at this. Finnegan, and you need to do this as a defensive back, you want to get in the wide receiver's head because now the next thing you know when you line up, if you get a chance to line up, they don't take, kick you both out the game. When you line up, the next time that man is, he's thinking about you, he's wondering where you're at, and the quarterback got to throw a pass and it better be on the money because if you got to stretch a little bit or you got to go down or you got to expose your ribs or something, I, man, I'm, I'm going to take you out again. But even now, the league has got it sold again. Remember, Defense is at a, you know, we had a disadvantage. If you stretch him out, again, now Finnegan now can't take him out like he used to be able to because, again, he's a defenseless receiver. You know, maybe he can catch him in the ribs or something like that. But Finnegan, whatever his mission was in terms of getting Andre off his game, see, a defensive player can be aggressive and overaggressive. An offensive player almost, you know, he, he has to be composed at all times. Defense, defense players, it's reckless. It's, you just go at them with everything you got. You don't think about it. You just do it. You react. This has to be precision on the offensive side of the ball. You have to be focused. There has to be chemistry between you and the rest of your players, and you have to stay on target, and you can't have, you know, hey, somebody else has done something to me, and I'm out there, and I'm thinking about them. I'm going to go get them. You know, the only thing, only way you can get him, Andre, is you can score a touchdown, you know, or you can, you know, you can catch a pass, you know, and you can try to run over him or something. But you really can't get him. You can block him. But, you know, are you going to be able to block him? You want to be focused on him so much so that you you try to go after him and block him when you're really supposed to be, you know, blocking the safety. So he, he Andre, you too much of a pro. He let you, he got in your head. He got you out of your game. 
And so I want to I want to applaud the man Finnegan. He, hey, Cortland, you did a, you did a job. As, listen, let me say this to you too. You see a lot of wide receivers who are extremely confident in their play. I'm going to tell you, besides the wide receivers and the running backs, the cornerbacks and the safeties, some of the most arrogant, most cocky players you're going to find on that football field. I mean, they, they believe that they don't stink. They are, you know, extremely confident in their ability. They have to be. They have to be. So it's not just on the offensive side of the ball. The safety, like they tell you when it comes to, you know, the safeties are very aggressive, very athletic, very confident. You know, it's just extremely talented. And the cornerbacks, they tell you, now you know how the wide receivers are? The only reason why, as they say, I do not believe this, the only reason why cornerbacks are not wide receivers is because they can't catch. So the prima donnas that you see on the offensive side, they reside on the defensive side of the ball too. Except for the fact that on the defensive side of the ball, they're corners. And they're going up against the other guys that are the prima donnas on the offensive side of the ball, the wide receivers. So now you got two of the same type personalities. But the one on the defensive side of the ball is usually the one that just, he don't care nothing about you. He'll take you out. He'll slice your throat if you're his cousin. That's what he'll do. That's in a game. I don't really mean literally. But that's, that's what cornerbacks will do. So that's why it should not surprise anybody. That is why I don't have any problems with Finnegan did. It's a penalty. It should have been 15 yards. He should not have been thrown out. Andre, he got in your head. You know it. You admitted it. You let him get in your head. Took you out of your game. Took you out the game. You were concerned about playing the Philadelphia Eagles this week if you were even going to be able to play. You know, and sometimes people sacrifice, you know, you got to take one for the team. So, you know, Finnegan t- could have took one for the team if it was a little bit early in the game. Got you out of the game. You know, the best player is no longer on the field. And might have been gone for another game. But that, that's just, you know, again, I just want to try to explain to you, you know, what that was all about. That was, that was right now, Finnegan, for the rest of his career. You know, a lot of people went, so what, he, did he get beat down? Maybe. But who else is going to stand up to Andre like that? Who else is crazy? The corner's crazy, man. Who else is crazy enough to do that? They're not going to do that. But it was $25,000. I think that was, you know, I think that was a little bit too much for, for Finnegan. You know, the league, no, the league does. Okay, so we don't need fighting. It's not hockey. I agree. It's not hockey. But it's football. I never, I told you, I never wanted to play on a football team where I didn't have somebody. If you was on my team on the defensive side of the ball and you don't get into a fight sometime, I don't think I want you on my team. Don't want you on my team. Just, you, you know, you got to have some fight in you, and sometimes that fight got to come out of you. Yeah, it's got to come out of you. So you know what the rest of the team should do? Well, at least the defensive guys. Hell, they should all chip in on that fine. Split it up. About 2200 apiece. It'll be all right. Okay, I got some other things to talk about. I talked about the fight. You know, we got to talk about what's happening with Spygate 2 and what's happening in the league. Around the league. We'll be back. Rail of Sports on the Voice America Network. I'm going to finish living like it matters. I'll be right back. The fans now have a voice to speak their mind. No holds barred. They need a bitch's ass and then move on and get 
Just, I just think that the coach made a mistake. Oh, crazy. <laughs> NFL, MLB, NBA, NHL. Speak up. Speak up. Or forever hold your mouth. We ain't playing around here. Voice America Sports. Get ready to talk sports with someone who definitely has an opinion but respects yours as well. The beginning of every week is Crunch Time with Keenan Howry. We'll talk about what happened this weekend and what to look forward to next weekend. Keenan and his guests are ready to discuss the issues with you about football and sports in general. It's Crunch Time with Keenan Howry every Monday at 11 a.m. Pacific Time, 2 p.m. Eastern Time on the Voice America Sports Channel. And make your voice heard. You already get the general sports headlines and discussion on TV and radio. Tune in to The Blueprint with Randall Gatewood. Yeah, we'll cover all the general big-name stuff, too, but we go beyond the typical sports radio show to bring you the details you don't get anywhere else. We'll talk about the inspirational stories and the little-known successes. If you want creativity, The Blueprint is the place to be. Tune in every Thursday at 11 a.m. Pacific Time, 2 p.m. Eastern Time on the Voice America Sports Channel. Get the inside scoop on the Georgia Bulldogs. Tune in to Keelan Johnson on College Football Game Day on the radio and every day on KeelanJohnson.com. On Keelan's Keeping It Real Radio, you can talk to Keelan and his former teammates about the Bulldogs, college football, and all things sports. Keelan's the go-to analyst for Bulldog football on pre- and post-game television on KeelanJohnson.com. And now, every week on the Voice America Sports Channel. Tune in every college game day for Keelan Johnson, Keeping It Real Radio. Saturdays at 11 a.m. Eastern and 8 a.m. Pacific. The opening kickoff is a beauty. It's a fly ball deep right field. That goes O'Neal. He's a tough shot. Got it. With 2.8 seconds left to left. school to the pros we we cover everything let your voice be heard voice america sports okay we're back uh-huh, uh-huh. this is the rail of sports on the voice of america network i'm in phoenix living like it matters and um you know we're about to get to that last segment of the show and uh you know, as we go through this, there's a couple of things that I, you know, I got to talk about. Um, I'm, I'm going to briefly hit this real fast, and then I'm going to go in and talk about, you know, the week's coming up, the game's coming up, the week's coming up, the games, uh, the remainder of the year, the good games that are out there. Um, but let me just say this. Where there's smoke, there's fire. You know that. Nobody has to tell you that. That old cliche is older than I am. Come on, listen. Now, Josh McDaniel, okay, if you got a child, you know, you, you tell your child, listen, if, if, if you've done something wrong, and, and, and if you've done something wrong, you tell that child, listen, okay, I'm going to give you another chance, but if you do it again, I want the cell phone, I want the iPod, I want the driver's license, you know, I want the student ID, I, I want it all. You, you're done. You, you can't do it again. And sometimes children don't get it. But, Josh McDaniels, Josh, homeboy, oh come on, Josh. Let me just let me just ask this question, Josh. If you know your man got busted up there in New England, when you brought him in, you could I could understand if you said to him, "Listen, I'm gonna bring you in because you're the best in the business, and I need the best in the business. I need just to have a, a seamless, you know, go at this thing, and and I just need to be able to, you know, do my thing, and I need all department heads." 
to take care of the department. And I know that it's in the trusted hands and I won't have to worry about it. But let me tell you something now that that Spygate shit that went on up there that you was in, they say you were involved in. Don't even think about it. OK, don't don't even think about it. So, Josh, I'm thinking that you I'm, I'm sure you had that kind of conversation with him. And if you didn't. Why didn't you? And what would possibly make him think? I mean, who else could he be getting the tape for? What would be the purpose of him to film a walkthrough of the team you're about to play? Why would he do that? I mean, what, what, is he gonna, what are you going to do, put it on YouTube? What, what was the purpose of him? What, what, was, what could possibly be going through his mind about what's, what's the benefits for me to film this walkthrough? I already got, you know, I almost got, you know, fired, you know, team lost all kind of money. Coach got fined all kind of money when I did it, when I was with the Patriots. So why would I, what purpose would this serve me to do this, this injustice to the league, to the team, to these men, to the organ? Why would I do that? So I'm saying with a smoke, there's fire. And I, I just don't think Commissioner Goodell needs to let that go. I'm, always, I'm, I'm of the mindset, there's, there's a reason there. I'm telling you now, if somebody breaks the rules in my house, it's like, listen, okay, I'm telling you, don't do it again. It's over with now. I, I told you, it's not going to happen again. You break the rules in any place in society. Okay, listen now. This might be a warning, but you do this again. And, it's, and you work in the National Football League. You don't work for the sisters of the poor. Most people that work for the National Football League, although all of those who do work as employees, not owners, but that work as employees, don't have the highest paying jobs. You know, players get paid good. Coaches get paid very good. Players get paid very well as well. But everybody within the organization, but they ain't hurting. They ain't losing. They ain't running out the door to find another job all the time. Not in that position. And, and listen, there's some privilege that goes along. You have some privileges and some perks. We're working in the National Football League. So why would you want to risk that job for this? So I'm saying, you know, there's my plea. Commissioner Goodell, there's smoke. Go ahead, find the fire and put it out. Josh, you know, right is right, wrong is wrong. And, man, I'm not sure. I'm kind of up in the air right now. I know a little bit about these things because, you know, I'm, I'm away from the game now. And you have a different perspective on it, but you know, hey, I know a little bit about this kind of stuff. And so, okay, I think they should look. They should dig a little deeper. Spygate 2, mm, the rest is yet to come. Not the best, but the rest is yet to come. Okay, hey, let's, let's talk a little bit about, about football, of course. Um, yeah, we've been talking about football. But I mean games. Games. Let me just say something about Boise State. Come on, man. No, let me get a props up. Nevada. Yeah, there you go. Let me give your props to you. You deserve them. Go ahead and do your thing. They want to come in there and don't want to give you any credit. You know, you go ahead and do your thing. Congratulations to Nevada. But uh, Boise State. Yeah, Boise State. All right, listen. You know, there were some good games this past week. Atlanta, you know, give Atlanta his props. They got the record in NFC. Give them their props. It, it, that's the way it is. Things change. Things change very quickly in the National Football League. So who's the best team right now in the NFC? It looks as if to me, 
It's the Atlanta Falcons right now. I mean, until, you know, somebody else, you know, ha- you know has a better record and, and beat some of the teams that they beat. And, you know, hey, let's give it up to them, you know. Um, can they su- sustain themselves and can they continue to, to win? You know, you know we'll, we'll, we'll see. But I tell you what, uh, they look good. Played a good, played a good ball game, and and, and got to give them credit where, you know, where it's deserving. Uh, they they look real good. They didn't just look good. They look real good. They look real good. Um, you know, Buffalo. Hey, listen, <laughs> I'm, I don't, don't want to go into the Jesus thing because I believe in Jesus. Ain't none of y'all changing my mind. I would suggest that you come on with me. But I tell you what, you know, hey, they, you know. It, the Lord, could, the Lord is omnipresent. He could be every place all the time. And there ain't nothing that ain't important to the Lord because because of him, it all happened. And so it may, maybe you dropped the ball because maybe you weren't ready for the success of you to cut the ball. So don't give up on the Lord, young man. You know, I'm talking to you. Shout out. Buffalo Bills just wasn't supposed to win that game. Some bigger, bigger and better things coming later on, but not right now. The Browns. Yeah. <laughs> hey. We'll take when we can get it. Take it any way we can get it. And Browns did their thing. Um, Minnesota, you know, Brad and I, I'm, you know, I'm over Minnesota, man. Plus AP, we got to see what's, you know, Adrian Peterson, man, I hope he's okay. I don't, I don't like when players get hurt. Not the good ones like Adrian. I don't want him to get hurt. The Raiders, man, I don't want the Raiders to disappoint me. I was trying to get on the bandwagon for a minute. I'm an avid Raider fan. Kansas City continues to surprise everybody except who? Themselves. Does nobody thought Kansas City be doing the things they're doing. Of course, the Ravens, you know, Tampa Bay, you no, know, just hang on in there. It was the Ravens. It was the Ravens you played against, you know, and so you, you just hang on in there. But li- listen, and, and of course, Philadelphia and Chicago, you know, okay, we had a, the Eagles had a, we had a bad day. <sighs> Denver, wow. I know Josh just wishing they could have won his game, but, you know, you got a game, you got a game coming up. And, of course, last night's game, what can we say? But, you know, I, I was going through some things online. There are some good games coming up. There, there's some, you know, Pittsburgh's and the Ravens, Steelers and the Ravens, Fish and I are going to watch that game together. That's going to be a great game. That's coming the month of December. It's football. You win in December, you make the playoffs. And there's some good games. They got some good games. They finally realized that, hey, you, may, you need to make the games important in, Dece- in December and January. You can't have anybody at the end of the year just taking a game off and, we, you know, we're not trying to be a per- get a perfect season and all that. <laughs> Put them conference games up there and make them mean something. Of course, later on, uh, you know, you got the, the Jets and the Patriots. Whoo, you think that ain't going to be a good game? It better be. Kansas City and San Diego. Now, San Diego still to me, they too pretty. San Diego's just too pretty to win football games. They winning some football games. And we got to give them their props, too. You know, San Diego is, you know, they got one of the top offenses and top defenses. Now, that's when you got a ball club, when you got a, your offense and your defense. You add the special teams to that, they're forced to be reckoned with. You know, uh, the Giants, the Giants are sneaking up there. Listen, the Giants is like third in offense and the, the number two in defense. Th- th- again, that, that could be the Super Bowl. It could be the Chargers and the Giants. It ain't going to happen. Chargers ain't going to no Super Bowl ever, I don't believe. But that's okay. That's okay. I'll tell you what. The game that I'm looking forward to for Christmas I'm getting ahead of myself. The Ravens got to go into Cleveland. <laughs> hey, that's, a, that's ahead of myself. But, you know, I'm getting ready for, for Christmas. It's a day after Christmas. That's going to be a damn good game. Mm, hope you're there to watch it. Okay, I'm ahead of myself. 
I think the show's a little ahead of itself, too, in, in terms of trying to cut me off playing that music. But I got to go. It's time for somebody else. You listen to Rail of Sports on the Voice America Network. I'm in Phoenix living like it matters. And I'll see you next time, which will be the best time. Thanks again for listening to the preceding program brought to you on the Voice America Sports Channel. For more information about our network and to check out additional show hosts and topics of interest, please visit voiceamericasports.com. The Voice America Talk Radio Network is the worldwide leader in live Internet talk radio. Visit voiceamerica.com. The views and ideas expressed on the preceding program are strictly those of the host or guests and do not necessarily reflect the views and ideas held by the Voice America Talk Radio Network, its staff, and management.